Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello! D- different intro, right? Right? It's the 2nd of April. April Fool's was yesterday. And, uh, yeah, nothing interesting happened. It was made even worse by FCA didn't have anything funny for yesterday, which was a shame. It was sad. Um... But, you know, the interesting thing is that my mom and dad brought up a very interesting point yesterday that April Fool's is the only day ever that anyone's going to actually check the legitimacy of an article. Every other every other day in the year, they couldn't care less. They're just, oh, hey, I'll just post this article on social media. I don't care if it's real or not. But on April Fool's, oh, no, I better actually look. I better make sure it's legitimate and all this stuff. I just wanted to throw that in there. That's not the point of this article. I just found this article, and it says, Show Bodie Driver wrecks Viper Cars and Coffee Knoxville. And I just watched it, well, I say I just watched the video. I've watched it three times already. It's, well, it's an Instagram video. But, long story short, Driver's a moron. And the people who wrote the article, Car Scoops, edited, er, okay, no name, Car Scoops staff, said that they couldn't figure out if it was a Gen 3 or a Gen 4. Fair enough. I figured it out it's a Gen 3 because the hood, I could see the hood just before he stuffed it into some bushes. Okay. But then they also said that the words below suggest that this was a Viper ACR convertible crash. Okay. And then they, well, they also go on to say that there is no ACR convertible. Well, or Roadster. Yes, there is. It was a Gen 4. It was very, very limited edition. It was from the factory. But this isn't that because it's a Gen 3. They never made a Gen 3 ACR. Two, it's not an ACR, and I don't, and I don't mean convertible. It's not an ACR because it doesn't have the spoiler or the canards or the splitter or anything. It's just a regular Gen Three with a red driver's stripe going down the driver's side. I know it says Dodge Viper ACR crash on it, but you can't believe the post. It's just a regular Gen Three with the slightly ACR-esque color scheme on it, and I say slightly because it only has the red driver's stripe. It doesn't have, it doesn't have the black under it. So. Yeah, um, so the guy who's driving it, but the people who wrote the article, I think, should have paid closer attention, because it's obviously not an ACR. Anyway, my savagery is possibly done for the day. Uh, 2017 Toyota TSO50 Hybrid is not your neighbor's Prius, which is good, because it looks a lot better than a Prius, but still not brilliant, because I'm not a fan of how LMP cars look. I mean, they're not bad, but they don't really do it for me, even though I do like giant wings. This fleet of Aston Martin Vulcans doesn't look nearly as cool as it should, and that's because they have the car covers on it. Porsche's 2018 911 GT2 RS marks the return of the Widowmaker. And frankly, I can't wait to see it when it's done. Because we haven't had a GT2 RS since the, what generation? Was it the 996 generation? I think so. No. No, not the 996. The, I believe it was the 996 generation. Because I believe the 993 was the 90s generation of the 911. Yeah, GT2. We haven't had a GT2 since the 996 generation, which is a bit of a shame, but anyway, it's been quite a while then since we've seen a GT2. Whoops. I'm sorry. I was wrong. I meant the 997 generation, not the 996. Though to be fair, learning experience, I didn't know there was a 996 generation GT2, nor did I know there was a 993 generation, or Sorry, Generation GT2. But yeah, I meant the 997, the one from 2008 to 2012. But anyway, yeah, that's that's what I meant. Back to the news. Howdy Sports says diesels aren't its priority. 
after Dieselgate. Yeah, you're not covering that up very well, Audi. Mercedes says fully, fully autonomous driving is at least a decade away. Maybe so? Well, put it this way, safe fully autonomous driving. Then yes, I completely agree. Survey finds 61% of UK consumers put off by diesels. Then why? Okay, if that's true, why do Europeans buy more diesel cars than we do here in America? I mean, I know they have a wider selection, but I mean, obviously, I'm not saying that that's not completely true, but there's got to be some other reason to that as to why Europeans buy more diesels than we do. Peugeot 3008 GT reportedly coming in 2019 with 300 hybrid horses. Canadian man selling property with over 340 vintage cars, and I looked at a few of the, and I looked at a few of the pictures, and they're awesome. Audi Sport boss says firm won't follow AMG's lead. Now, I don't get if they mean like they won't follow whatever they're doing, or as in, we're the leaders, not the followers. In which case, ouch! Unnecessary roughness! Sorry, inside joke. It was funny. Apparently, Callaway is, is going to debut their new Corvette... Okay, Callaway, Calamino... No. Basically, they made a Corvette El Camino. And I'm sorry, like, I don't actually mind this idea. Hey, it could be pretty cool. Not very practical, but pretty cool. But I'm looking at this picture, and the bed is... It's not very deep. It's not deep enough to be practical. And I don't know how deep the, the trunk of a C7 is, I'll be honest. But it, it's got to be deeper than that, than this, what this picture is showing, right? I mean, it just, it looks so shallow. I mean, what are you going to get in there? A bunch of ice packs? Dried ice? Steak? Just, there's not, there's not actually that much space down there. That's the shame in that, is it's, it's, a, it's a fairly cool idea, but it doesn't really work. Oh, wait. Oh. Oh, apparently, this was an April Fool's joke. Huh. Because it was supposed to You know what, though, that... I wouldn't have been surprised if Callaway were to actually do that. However, that would that does explain why the trunk, yeah, why the deck is, or not the deck, yeah, why there's basically no space in the bed whatsoever. The reason for Uber's Arizona crash raises questions about self-driving. Why don't we read that article? Bugatti Atlantic reimagined as the grandest of modern grand tours. I'd love to see that, actually. That'd be sweet. Alrighty, let's get reading. A number of new details about the crash involving an Uber self-driving Volvo XC19 in Arizona have emerged and they demonstrate how difficult it will be to perfect autonomous driving. A report from the Tempe Police Department and testimony from Alexandra Cole, the driver of the Honda CRV that, cra that caused the crash, she attempted to make a left turn across three lanes in tra of traffic. However, while the first lanes were clear, the third wasn't and before Cole could hit the brake, the Uber operating in self-driving mode made contact. As far as I could tell, the third lane had no one coming in it, so I was clear to make my turn. Right as I got to the middle of the lane to, to cross the third, I saw a car flying through the intersection but couldn't brake fast enough to completely avoid collision, Cole said. The impact ultimately saw the Uber crash into a traffic police before flipping on its side and colliding with two other vehicles. As the Washington Post notes, it is not uncommon for drivers to speed up to catch a green light before it turns red or to cut through various lanes of traffic in such behavior and such behaviors are one of the greatest challenges which self-driving engineers have to overcome. After all, not all road users will follow the letter of the law all the time. According to Uber, the company's autonomous prototypes will only cross an intersection at a yellow light if it determines that it can do so at its current speed. If the car believes it can't make the light before it turns red, it will stop if it can do so comfortably. So what, it, so what some people are saying is it sounds like the woman caused the crash, and yeah, I kind of agree with that, but to be fair, it says, you know, if, if the car doesn't believe it can stop, it will. If it, if it doesn't think it'll make the light, it'll stop comfortably, and I'm sorry, but 
I would put, you know, my life above comfort at that moment. I'm not saying it should stop harshly, but, you know, put some effort into it, man. Anyway, that is all for right now, and I will see you all after a word from our sponsors. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash slash www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303-576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. We are back once again. This Dodge Challenger owner definitely has a sense of irony because he's parked in a hybrid parking zone. Oh, that's going to make some environmentalists so incredibly angry. But what I find interesting is that it's just a base model Challenger. There's nothing wrong with that, per se, but, but that's just what it is. Would have been funnier if it was an SRT, because then it would have been the giant V8. That would have made him even angrier. Or even the RT, even. European Volkswagen customers claim their vehicles were ruined after diesel fix. But what did you expect? They, were get, they had all that power and torque. Because they were polluting a lot more. What did you expect the fix to do? Give you even more power? Infinity's New York Auto Show debut likely teases 2018 QX80. 2019 BMW 8 Series winds its way through the Nurburgring. 1998 Mitsubishi Pajero Evolution has a cool story to tell, and it looks a bit like a Dakar-esque vehicle, even though it's far too small for that. Bravish drops new, yeah, Bravish drops new picks of Mercedes Maybach Rocket 900. And you know what's actually understated for Gravis, I have to say? Except for the matte paint job. I mean, well, that's understated too, and I think it's matte, but it's also very meh. Mysterious Opal Insignia GS Spy, could it be the OPC? I really hope so. London and Paris to jointly implement real-world emissions testing, because why not? Original Mercedes A-Class turns 20. Mercedes-Benz throws a party for a car they knew was junk. Believe me, look it up. The Daimler-Chrysler joint venture. Here's Kia's brandless stinger for Korea. Should have followed the path of Genesis, because apparently the Stinger GT thing can't be called a Kia in Korea. Now, outside of that, why don't we read this other Volkswagen article? Because apparently, it should be really interesting. Because why not? A number of European Volkswagen owners are claiming that the vehicles have been ruined after the German company's diesel emissions fixes. The Guardian reports that select BMW, Audi, Santa, and Skoda owners who've sent their vehicles back to VW to pass emission standards have encountered a plethora of serious problems causing many to question whether it is worth returning their vehicles to be fixed. According to a thread on Honest John, as well as one on Facebook, many owners had complained that their vehicles were working perfectly fine and that a, num that a number broke down after their dealership visits. One owner, James Harrison, told The Guardian that his 2010 Golf 1.6 diesel had to undergo hardware changes to be fixed. However, he says the vehicle now stalls intermittently and is often difficult to restart. Additionally, it goes into a so-called regeneration mode, where soot is collected in a filter and burns off almost every time he uses the car, rather than just doing so a few times a year prior to the fix. In quotation, I am concerned that the long-term impact this will have. If the car is regenerating every day, 
All of this due to the lifespan of the EGR, exhaust gas recirculation valve, and the rest of the exhaust, which cost thousands to fix if they go wrong, Harrison said. According to a post on Honest John, never heard of this in my life, and frankly it sounds like a very, very, we'll say, sketchy board. And I don't mean that as one word, but yeah, very sketchy message, message board. But Volkswagen AG has admitted that of the 480,000 fixes done so far, 3,600 complaints have been filed. Despite what some believe, returning vehicles to Volkswagen for its software and hardware fixes isn't mandatory. However, there are claims that the automatic has been automatically fixing vehicles without notifying owners when they're undergoing scheduled services. Elon Musk wants to plug AI into your heads and maybe cure a brain disease or two in the process. Because why not? Porsche's new Le Mans LMP1 weapon is the 918 hybrid with the V4, and finally, someone's decided, you know what, why don't we experiment with the V4? I mean, we can do it. It's there. But you know what? No one's really bothered except for Lancia. So let's do it. And I'm not trying to be sarcastic, but what I don't get is why hasn't anyone else tried to do it? Why? A V4 makes sense. The stick hits 100 miles per hour in a 600cc bumper car. And yeah, that's a record. A new record, in fact. Lamborghini delivers a second Huracan to the Italian Polizia. Canadian bars serving drinks with coasters made from the wrecked cars of drink drivers. And I'm sorry, but that is the best idea anyone has ever had in the history of ever. Why not make coasters from the metal of someone who's drink who's drunk driving and then, you know, because that I mean I know that's a bit of a scare tactic, but that's that's the best way to, to not to make someone not drink and drive after they've had about five shots of liquor. That is the best way to do that. Well, outside of a few other things, but I'm sorry, that is the best idea I have ever seen. Good on that bar. New Hyundai fuel cell SUV could have 500 mile range, and that would be insanely impressive if it did. Will a hardcore Ferrari 488 arrive later this year? Kinda hope so, especially since this rendering, which I'll give the link up on the blog, looks fantastic in my book. Bugatti has revealed a bicycle, and of course it costs more than your car. Because of, because brand name is everything, isn't it? So tired of brand name. Carlex finishes up bespoke red and white 727 Roush Mustang project, and I'll be honest, it looks good-ish. As in, I like, as, I'm not a big fan of the colors, but I kind of like what they've done to the interior. I just wish they made the colors a little bit better, and less um, everywhere, really. BMW M2 prototype comes this close to crashing on the Nürburgring, and it almost looks like he did crash, like he just tapped the wall. Uber executive embroiled in Waymo scandal may face criminal charges. Kia Stinger V6 by Turbo hits 0 to 60 in 4.9 seconds, which is just a little bit faster than a Charger RT. Still impressive, but yeah. Listen to Audi's new 2018 RS4 event running on the Nürburgring, and don't worry, I'll get the link on my blog. Rare 1987 Alpina B7 Turbo slash 3 manual looking for someone to swipe right. Is that like some sort of, oh yeah, I'm gonna buy it sort of reference? Volvo-based Link and Co. O2 sedan from China sticks its head out. Looks a little tall to me, especially the front end. 2017 Volkswagen Golf GTE Hybrid is 3,420 pounds cheaper than its predecessor in the UK. And essentially, that's about $6,000 cheaper than the car it's replacing. Maybe almost 7,000. I mean, still, that's ridiculous. Audi to attend meeting discussing next-gen F1 engines, and apparently they're... because... oh wait. Oh yeah, that might have been. Well, maybe they still are. 
Who knows? Jeep confirms Grand Cherokee Trackhawk for New York Auto Show, and I really hope that that's true. Jaguar to restore 10E types back to perfection. Fast and Furious movies would have caused over 200, sorry, over 520 million in real life damages if we actually live in the Fast and Furious universe, which I'm glad to say I do not. But that's just. That's insane. Fiat 500 Mirror Special Edition targets Millennials. Order the new Mazda CX-5 from 20, from 23,695 pounds in the UK, or basically about 26 to 27,000, which isn't bad, actually. 2018 Ford Mustang gets pulsing start button that mimics the heart of a pony. Well, I say pony, of an actual, real, animal Mustang. Audi Unions wants an EV built in Ingolstadt, I think. I got that right. Mysterious Jaguar F-Type prototype may have inline 6 engine, and I hope so. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this, and I will see you all after a word from our sponsors. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash slash www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303-576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. We are back once again. It's Easter Safari time for Jeep. So here are this year's craziest Jeep concepts that they made. And I have to say the front end on a lot of these, on the Wranglers anyway, are very... There's no easy way of saying this. Um, they look to be hinting at what the face of the new Wrangler is going to be like. On a lot of them. Hyundai takes a swing at Tesla by prepping a dedicated EV platform. Whatever the name of it will be though is beyond me. So they have the Jeep Grand One, and I think, is this the, the Hot Rod One? No, the Grand One is a 90, is a 93 ZJ, that's basically been resto modded, and it's really, really quite cool. Then you have the Jeep Safari, which is what a lot of people have been wondering if this was a, if it was just a giant tease for the next Wrangler, which, there are some elements I can see, especially the front end. Then you have the Jeep Quicksand, which is a very, very hot rod style jeep but the front end still has the well it has the face of what a lot of people are saying is the new face of the wrangler which kind of surprising they debut it this early on maybe people think oh hey it's just a custom part but yeah no then they have the jeep trail pass which is from the new compass and they decide you know well, let's motorize it because why not and they have done and i quite like it and then we see the jeep switchback which is from the old Wrangler. And I say old in air quotations because it's not necessarily all that old. But it definitely doesn't have the modern front end on it. Well, I say modern. It doesn't have the newest front end on it that we've yet to see on production cars of yet. South African officials seized La Ferrari after owner tried to smuggle it into the country. So, yeah, they're going to destroy it rather than, oh, I don't know, just selling it back to Ferrari or, you know, selling it to the highest bidder who isn't in South Africa, you know. I mean, seriously, why do these people destroy a perfectly good car? As Martin tells us, a V8 DB11 won't debut at Shanghai, apparently. New Nissan Micro arrives in the UK to challenge the Fiesta, and you know what? It does look pretty good. Especially considering it has 
you know, Nissan's, you know, one-size-fits-all face on it. Except this time it actually makes it work. Toyota recalls another 2.9 million vehicles globally over Takata airbags. Toyota have announced yet another recall campaign for vehicles fitted with the potentially faulty airbag inflator supplied by Takata. The latest action covers roughly 2.9 million units worldwide, including the RAV4 and Corolla Axio, or is it a Zio? And was issued for 1.16 million that were delivered in Oceania and Middle East, and the Middle East, and 750,000 sold in Japan. Auto News reports. Ve vehicles shipped to Europe are also affected by this recall, but the exact numbers have yet to be released. Whereas North America, which is the brand's biggest market, is exempt from the safety campaign. Other manufacturers that had to recall about 200, 240,000 vehicles in the land of the rising sun over the same dangerous inflators made by Takata are Mitsubishi, Hino Motors, and Fuji Heavy Industries, which I believe is Mazda? Yeah, something to do with Mazda. Which makes, oh, oops, which makes Subarus. My bad. Takata's dangerous airbag inflators, which are known to explode with excessive force in the event of a crash and spread shrapnel, Towards the occupants, equipped more than 100 million vehicles globally and have, have accounted for more than 150 injuries and at least 16 deaths worldwide. It's a shame. This Ferrari-powered Ford hot rod has a split personality, and you know what? I think it's insanely cool. Zodi ZR9 Porsche Mechanic clone is, is pinker than a pink shirt. It's also uglier than a tortoise. Man, what a shame. What a shame. Mitsubishi might sell rebadged Renault vehicles in Southeast Asia. Ram to go after Ford's Raptor with 707 horsepower Rebel? I really hope so. All new Renault McCann RS hides under the cover in first official teaser. Mercedes speeds up EV plans. 10 electric models hit the roads by 2022. Dodge Challenger SRT Demon can cool its engine using the air condit, using the AC. That's been heard before, but not on our production car, which is incredibly cool. 2018 Sanyong Rexton revealed in full at Seoul Motor Show, and it's eh, not the worst Sangyong have done, that's for sure. Ken Block's updated Ford Focus RS RX has a crazy livery. 2017 Toyota Hilux, which is, it's sort of like the, you know the Chevrolet Colorado and the GMC, it's not the Sierra, the GMC, whatever it's called? Yeah, it's Toyota's version of that. Not rebadged or based on it, but that's what it's like. Uh, 2017 Toyota Hilux CRD pack brings enhanced look for Australia. 1991 Jaguar XJR 15 could be the British supercar you've been waiting for. Though I would hate to try and get any parts for that ever. IndyCar reveals first images of new 2018 Dallara single-seater. Fairly interesting. Though also fairly hard to tell what's there and what isn't. I'll have to look at that image later. Genesis G90 Special Edition looking more like a Bentley. And I can kind of see where they get that from, but I honestly think it looks a little bit more like a Rolls Royce than a Bentley. Not by pure design, but by the color scheme they've put on it. Jaguar F-Pace SVR Range Rover Sport SVR test in Colorado. Chinese tech giant Tencent buys 1.4 billion worth of Tesla shares. Which is amazing. Which is just astonishing. Lexus admits that it lacks the allure... allure, allure they lack the panache of the German 3 and just leave it at that. Which, frankly, I wouldn't blame them. They're kind of right. Ferrari GTC for Lucio T targets young customers in Japan. Those those of them that can afford it, anyway. New Gen 2018 BMW X3 M40i to hit US dealerships in October. 
Bloodhound SSC project delayed over cash flow issues. Cadillac to launch eight new models within four years, which is just insane. I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's insane that they're able to do that right now. Aussie Amputee performs the mother of all burnouts in, the, in his own backyard. And um, he's created a cloud. He started fog. Big fog. M much fog. Just it's insane. I'm surprised the tires haven't been destroyed by now. Ford and Lincoln issue 3 recalls covering nearly half a million half a million vehicles in North America. Ford has issued three recalls and one safety compliance recall for North America. The first campaign affects approximately 230,000 units of the 2014 Escape, 2014-2015 Fiesta ST, 2013-2014 Fusion, and 2013-2015 Transit Connect, powered by a 1.6 liter GTDI engine. According to the manufacturer, due to the lack of coolant circulation, the engine could overheat resulting in cracking the cylinder head, ooh, and subsequently, a pressurized oil leak. If the oil is exposed to, hard, to a hot surface, a fire could start in the engine compartment. Ford have received 29 reports of fires associated with this condition in the United States and Canada, but luckily, no one has been injured. In this case, the automaker will mail owners with instructions from the manual on how to check and refill the coolant, stating that they can continue to drive their car. They should, however, visit a dealer if their vehicles exhibit overheating, coolant leak, or frequently need coolant added. The second campaign involves around 211,000 examples of the 2014 Fiesta, 2013-2014 Fusion, and 2013-2014 Lincoln MKZ, over a spring tab in the side door latch that could break, preventing the door from closing and increasing the risk of injury. The Blue Oval is not aware of any accident or injuries related to this issue, and will have its dealers replace all four side door latches with more robust ones free of charge. The third recall affects 548 units of the 2017 F450 and F550 due to a driveline vibration caused by a powertrain system resonance condition at high at speeds higher than 75 miles an hour. Continuing to drive the vehicle could increase the resonance frequency which in turn may fracture transmission and or driveline components resulting in the loss of power without warning. Frankly I'd just be worried about any bits of the transmission or driveline shooting up through the interior. Finally certain 2017 Ford Edge SUVs built in Oakville from from February 21st to the 22nd of this year may have missing windshield header welds, which reduces the lateral structural integrity and increases the risk of injury in the event of a side impact. Nobody has been injured as a result of these of this manufacturing error, and dealers will take care of all 111 units repairing their windshield headers at no cost to the customer. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this podcast, and I will see you all next week. You've just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash Viper for Life ACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K capital X seven two capital Z eight. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye until next time.